Honey and Moonlight from Flashbangs and Frag Grenades by Calchexis read by Sam Gabriel based on League of Legends by Riot Games What was it like to remember? Lux asked as she laid a hand across Jinx's bare chest. The bed here was almost as soft as the one back in the spire, but despite its lesser material quality, it was far more comfortable because it was honest. That bed had been a place to hide from the world. It was tucked away in the back of the rearmost room in a suite that was one among thousands. Unremarkable in any way aside from the nature of its inhabitants. This bed was not a place for hiding, it was a place for honesty. This was the bed where she slept with her wife, where she made love to her wife, and, more importantly, there was a place where she need not hide either of those things. And that meant the world to Lux. Sometimes she wondered what this bed was to Jinx. It was important, she was sure of that much, Really, that was all that mattered, too, that Jinx came back to that bed of theirs. And she did come back. Almost every night she came back. And even on the nights she did not, Lux always knew the reason. Tonight was different, though. It was their wedding night, and yet Jinx seemed almost... distant. Jinx? Lux prodded as silence answered her question. Jinx shook her head and said, I don't know, like burning, I guess, and like drowning sometimes, too. Sometimes both at the same time. It was a lot. Too much? Nah, Jinx replied. Not too much. Lux curled up against her wife, wrapping herself around Jinx's lean frame. They were both naked and so she could feel every hard edge that Jinx possessed. Every ridge of scar tissue, every notch, and every bony elbow. And she had never been more comfortable. Eventually, Jinx turned onto her side to pull Lux closer and lose herself in a curtain of golden hair. And Lux smiled faintly as she stroked Jinx's head gently even as she dragged fingernails down her back. It's funny, Lux began. You've spent so much time forgetting and then tried so hard to remember. And here I am thinking that there are a lot of memories I wouldn't mind doing without. She let out a bitter little laugh and shook her head. Does that make me awful? Or a hypocrite? I wonder. I don't know, Blondie, Jinx said. All I know is that I want to remember you. And if that means remembering all the bad stuff, too, then it's worth it. Are you sure? Lux asked somberly. Jinx looked up at her with a raised eyebrow and met Lux's gaze. Blue eyes matched with springberry pink. And all of a sudden Lux felt so very tired. She felt drawn thin and wasted stretched from one end of the continent to the other. And her chest was suddenly cavernously empty. 
Have you ever seen war, my love? Lux asked. Because I've seen war. I've seen war in all the small and terrible things I've done. I've seen the camps filled with the broken, the destitute, and the starving. And I've seen pits filled with the dead, whose faces are so ruined that their names were lost with their lives. She shuddered and shook her head. They say the League ended war, but they didn't. They ended war between nations for a time, but Demacia... Demacia never stopped waging war against itself, so yes, I've seen war. And now I've brought war to Zon, so please... Tell me, is it worth it? Lux laid a hand on Jinx's cheek. Am I still worth it? Jinx drew in a deep breath, then sat up, pulling Lux along with her and into her lap. Lux straddled her, draping both arms over Jinx's shoulders and letting her forehead rest idly against Jinx's. Unlike their now-destroyed Spire home, this place was not cold. Piltover was a cold city, but Zahn, no, Zahn was not cold. The steam and chemical foundries and the press of the countless masses of the fisherfolk who lived beneath, and which even Piltover had squarely lost count of, ensured that it would never be cold. You were worth it, Jinx replied. You didn't bring more blood, you brought light. Enough light for me to see by. And now I remember why I turned all the lights out. Because when there was light, I could see all the starving kids and the dying parents. I could see the boot heels of Piltian forces crushing trenchy necks. She looked up and into Lux's eyes. I can see them again. I couldn't before. Now I can, and you didn't do that. You just lit things up. Is it selfish that I almost wish I hadn't? Lux asked wildly. Because now we have to fight again when all I want is to be with you and be happy for once. Jinx shrugged. I'm sorry, Blondie, but I don't know how to stop. She said after a moment. And I can still hear it in my head. The ticking and clicking. The bomb that wants to go off and barrels that want to spit fire and metal. I can still hear it. Because Jinx would always hear it. That Lux knew for certain. It was the way she was made. The way that life and all its miseries and pains had made her. She was Jinx, and that stood for Jinx. And she would bring bad luck down on the heads of everyone who crossed her. On every counselor and every champion. On every king and nation. She would bring bad luck down on them all. It was in her nature. Taking in a deep breath, Lux nodded and said, One more war, then. Right. One more and then it's over. One more, Jinx echoed. 
but not until tomorrow. Lux chuckled. Right, she said, smiling. Not until tomorrow. She leaned in and pressed her lips to Jinx's, tasting that wide, rictus grin for a moment before their tongues met and danced. Jinx's long, hard fingers fell to her hips and gripped tightly as Lux threaded her fingers into Jinx's waterfall of blue hair, carding her fingers through the long, fine strands as they kissed. For a moment, that was all they did, but only a moment, as Jinx eventually grew impatient. And her hand moved inward from Lux's hips to her thighs, and her fingers found the wet heat between them. Lux gasped softly as Jinx slipped one finger slowly inside and then two. And another shudder rolled up Lux's spine to the back of her head, and then right back down as she moaned softly against Jinx's mouth. More, Lux whispered. Remind me that I'm your wife. Jinx curled her fingers hard. And Lux gasped as she began rocking her hips with a steady tempo against Jinx's hand. Hard lips stretched ear to ear, pressed to her neck kissing and nipping at the pale column of her flesh, and leaving marks that would show clearly against her skin the next day. Good. That was what she wanted. Let all of Zahn and Piltover know who had her heart, and whose heart she held just as tightly. There were no more masks anymore. There was no more hiding. Jinx turned them both around until she had Lux laid beneath her on the bed. And Lux smiled smokily up at her as she opened her legs wider and licked her lips. She didn't care how coarse and graceless she looked. Sprawled out on the bed with her legs spread and her arms hanging from her lover's shoulders. There was no one to judge her anymore. She rocked her hips against Jinx's hand, while Jinx played with her mercilessly. Her wife knew every one of her soft spots and every place she was weak and desperate for touch. Jinx was the only one who knew them, and she would be the only one who ever knew. Oh. <laughs> Lux pleaded as she trembled beneath Jinx's deceptive weight. For someone so lean, she had a lot of muscle. Jinx fixed her teeth against Lux's neck and bit down hard enough that her canines broke the first layer of skin. And Lux gasped as she reached up and gripped Jinx by the back of the neck. Not to pull her away, though, no. Never that. Harder, Lux hissed. More. Another bite. Another mark. And all the while, Jinx pumped her fingers in and out while Lux writhed beneath her, pinned by that weight and those teeth and those hands. This was all she had ever wanted. 
even if she had never known it before meeting Jinx, this blatant, wanton affection that was without shame or restraint. Jinx loved her the way she needed to be loved. Jinx loved her like Lux was the air that she breathed and the food that sustained her. She loved her in desperate gasps and hungry moans. Jinx loved her madly. Lux arched her back and let out a soft cry as she came hard against Jinx's fingers. Lux's own fingers dragged hard across Jinx's shoulders, down her arm on one side and the cold, scarred socket on the other. She traced the ruin of Jinx's left arm with loving caresses for a long moment before trailing that hand down her scarred ribs, then back up to her breasts, and smiled warmly up at those searing pink eyes that hovered over her in the darkness of their room and said, Now I want you. Grinning back, Jinx started to rise. But Lux held on to her, not letting her move from where she was straddling Lux's waist. Jinx raised an eyebrow in question, and by way of answer, Lux gave her a small, salacious smile, before shamelessly opening her mouth and lolling out her tongue. Jinx swallowed audibly as she said, Ow. Slowly, she moved up until she was positioned over Lux's face. But before Jinx could lower herself, Lux reached up, grabbed onto her hips, and pulled her down. Lux plunged her tongue deep and let out another carnal moan, and Jinx shook as she began reflexively grinding against that deafening pleasure that was her wife's mouth and tongue. All the while, Lux dug her fingers into Jinx's hips and thighs hard enough to pierce through the layers of numbness. Hard enough for Jinx to know how desperate Lux was for her. Something Lux had never voiced in so many words was that she loved how sensitive Jinx was in the places where she could feel. Lux loved how that numbness across most of her body made the rest of her so deliciously responsive. And tonight was no different. Jinx was breathing hard in moments, and moments later, she was coming across Lux's mouth. And Lux lapped hungrily as that almost sweet liquid spilled over her lips. It wasn't enough, though. She wanted more. More contact, more nighttime cries of pleasure, and more of those intoxicating sounds that Jinx made when she was stunned blind with sensation. So she pushed for more, lapping, suckling, and to dragging her tongue along every soft and sensitive place until Jinx was shaking again. This was finer than any glass of honeyed wine from the mildest climes of Demacia, this pleasure. This love, this madness. Although in truth, nothing had changed between the before and after of the ceremony that bound them. Something still felt different. It felt more permanent. 
She had discarded her lineage, her homeland, and her honor. All for the sake of the woman who was currently sitting on her face. And the only matter of trouble that Lux could think of was why she hadn't done so sooner. She was free. Finally free. Free to be the wretched, violent, shameless thing that she was. Free to love and be loved wantonly in return. Free to shatter every oath and every mask and replace them with promises of love and devotion to a madwoman. Free to finally be happy. Jinx's fingers dug into Lux's scalp as she shuddered through another climax, making even more of a mess of Lux's face, and for that, Lux couldn't stop smiling. A sick, vile part of her hoped the miserable soul of her aunt was looking down in disgust. Oh, yes. Auntie Tia was probably spinning in her grave so hard that Glask might consider exhuming her, that she might make use of the vile woman's diamond-hard skull as a new and morbid drill bit. Jinx shivered again, then moved to rotate around so she was looking down across Lux's body, and then bent double to bury her face between Lux's legs in return. And Lux went out a soft, happy gasp, as Jinx's talented tongue found new and exciting things to occupy itself with. Hiking up her legs, Lux wrapped them around Jinx's head and pulled her closer and deeper as she returned the favor. Lux dragged her fingers up and down along every patch of skin that she could reach, savoring every shiver as she found places where the chemical numbness hadn't bitten Jinx's body quite so hard. They stayed that way, curled against each other and into each other, dragging out quiet pleasure from the softly moonlit night. And through it all, Lux reveled in the knowledge that this would not end, that the sword hanging over her had finally dropped, and she had dodged it neatly. They were free to indulge each other for as many nights and days as would come. And so they did. For hours. Until sleep finally claimed them both, in a tangle of limbs, sweat, and satiation. When Lux finally opened her eyes again, it was in a tangle of limbs, sheets, and blankets with her head lolled against Jinx's chest and Jinx's legs wrapped around her middle. Her wife's lone hand was tangled in her sweat-matted hair as she sprawled haphazardly across the bed, while Lux's own hands, well, one was wrapped firmly around Jinx's waist while the other. Lux chuckled softly as she drew it out from between Jinx's legs. And the jinx made a quiet, sleepy sound of sensitive pleasure as she did. Had she been wed by Damasian rites and under the law of her homeland, Lux had no doubt that her wedding night would have been far less enjoyable, just one more reason to be glad of the decision she had made. Even had her mother deigned to allow her to marry a woman, it would have been one of her choosing, some noble's daughter of good breeding, excellent standing 
and with all the fire and ambition she might have once had soundly schooled out of her and replaced with vacuous social niceties. And that was the best-case scenario. This scenario was far more to Lux's liking. Jinx mumbled something suddenly, drawing Lux's eyes up. She hadn't even realized her wife was awake. What was that? Lux asked. I said I had a dream, Jinx replied. You always dream, Lux said. Was this different? Yeah, it was different. I didn't... I mean, I did dream of you and of me, but I dreamt of someone else, too. Lux frowned and propped herself up on her elbows so she could look Jinx in the eye and said, You'd better not be dreaming of other women, Milo. In a voice like the whisper of a blade. Jinx chuckled sleepily and shook her head. I dreamt of us here in this bed. We were older. I was working on something. And you were reading. And then I heard a voice. Like a little bell. Who was it? Lux asked. A kid, Jinx replied. A kid with green hair and sparks in her eyes. She ran into the room, jumped onto the bed and into your arms, and... And she called you Mama. All of a sudden, Lux's chest seized, and tears leapt into her eyes as she said, Oh. I think... Jinx said as she tipped her head up and looked at Lux with wide, startled eyes. Then I just dreamed about a daughter, Blandy. She swallowed visibly, then added, I've never dreamed of a daughter before. Do you think it was real? Lux asked. Knowing her wife too well by now to assume it wasn't. Jinx's mind was such a wonder. Mad, yes, but crazy, no. No, she knew things she shouldn't, things she couldn't possibly have known. She had known Lux despite them never having met. Her dreams were strange things, and Lux had learned not to discount them, even if they seemed impossible. Besides, it was such a comforting thing to believe in them, to believe that they would find each other in every single dream. Real? Yeah, I think so, Jinx replied. Or I was a could-be. A could-be would-be if we win, if we live. All the more reason to live, Lux said softly. As if I needed another reason, but how? How could that be? Jinx laid her head back, shrugged, and said, I've seen old Doc Singed do weirder stuff than that. A child of Chemtech, it was certainly possible. If there were any silence in the world that could produce a child between the two of them, it would be Chemtech. 
and if there was anyone who would be able to figure out how it would be the man who was on the bleeding edge of that science. Lux pulled herself up until she was lying next to Jinx, then curled up against her and asked, Did she have a name? Her baby? Jinx closed her eyes and Lux watched the movement beneath her eyelids. It was fast and almost frantic. She was visibly searching her memories, trying to find the threads of the dream. And for some reason, Lux desperately hoped that she succeeded. When Jinx opened her eyes again, it was slowly and with a smile. Well, Lux asked, breathless with anticipation. Zeri, Jinx said softly. Her name was Zeri. Zeri, Lux repeated. Then let out a quiet sob as she buried her face against Jinx's shoulder. Her baby's name is Zeri. Jinx reached up and out towards the ceiling and closed her hand into a fist. And Lux felt her breath start to hitch in rapid, staccato shakes. What's wrong? Lux asked, laying a hand over her chest. We have to win, Blunty, Jinx murmured. We have to win. Lux nodded. I know, she said, and we will. No, you don't get it, Jinx said through a tight, clenched jaw. We gotta win. That was my daughter, Blondie. That was my baby girl, and if we don't win, I'll, I'll never... She swallowed thickly, pressed her lips to a thin line, lowered her arm, and said, You'll see her again, Jinx, Lux promised. Yeah. Jinx relaxed, then turned to Lux and said, I can't wait for you to meet her. She has your smile. Lux laid a hand over her mouth to pin a sob back as she nodded and curled up against Jinx. Suddenly, there was a new light at the end of the tunnel. A light that had green hair and sparks in her eyes. Sorry, Lux repeated softly. We'll see you soon, sweetie. I promise. And may all the gods and aspects help any who tried to stop them. The text of this story is available on AO3. Music by Dot Matrix. If you would like me to record a story, voice over a character, get in touch using the contact information available on my website, which is located at samgabrielvo.com. And there you can find other stories that I've read, as well as a link to my Discord server, where I record things live for your enjoyment. And finally, as always, thank you for listening.